Hello, everybody. I'm Kathy Yang. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. Philippine shares underperformed the rest of Asia as investors seemingly shrugged off Fitch Ratings' latest outlook upgrade for the country. More from Michelle Long. Philippine shares slipped on Wednesday despite credit rating agency Fitch's outlook upgrade for the Philippines. I think it's more of um, they have more ammunition if ever they, they, they do decide to come in to the market. Um, but as to them actually flipping a switch and then start buying the, the local market, um, I, don't, I, I think it's a hard sell right now to buy into the Philippine market right now. With the U.S. still at all, almost all-time highs and threatening to break out again. For the day, foreign funds net bought the local market. The PSE index shedding eight-tenths of one percent or around 56 points to close back at the 7,300 level. AP Security sees the index ranging between 7,100 and 7,500. The market really sort of um, got damaged when we broke below the 7,500 level. So after we broke below that level, the market um, sort of like became in a downtrend in the medium term. So some people are looking at that and are thinking that any rallies now are, should be sold. This also ahead of the MSCI rebalancing data out on Thursday. Fundraising news dominated the disclosures pipeline with the Securities and Exchange Commission approving SM Prime Holdings' 100 billion peso bond program in a shelf registration. The sea-led property giant intends to issue the first tranche, 15 billion pesos worth of five- and seven-year Series K and L bonds with an over-allotment option of 5 billion. Proceeds will be used to finance capital expenditures for new malls and expansion projects. The remaining securities will then be issued in tranches within three years. And Alsen's consolidated reissues 694 million pesos in commercial papers to provide interim funding for its expansion into renewable energy. ACR, the Alcanta Group's power generating unit, has a portfolio of four facilities in Mindanao with an aggregate capacity of 468 megawatts. It is currently building a 4.5 billion peso, 14.5 megawatt runoff river hydroelectric power plant in Sadangani province. This project, the first of eight, will begin commercial operations in 2022. Finally, air conditioning and refrigerator company Concepcion Industrial posts a 4% increase in full-year 2019 profit, thanks to a double-digit growth in sales and income in the fourth quarter. The company says while 2019 was a tough year, it saw strong recovery in the second half, thanks to improved operational efficiencies and cost-cutting initiatives. Michelle Long, ABS-CBN News. The risks posed by the novel coronavirus to health and economy not causing any alarm to most foreign domestic workers in Hong Kong. Ron Cruz with the full story. The deadly disease caused by the novel coronavirus that emerged from the Chinese city of Wuhan late last year now has an official name. The World Health Organization now calls it COVID-19. This outbreak is testing us in many ways. It's a test of political solidarity, whether the world can come together to fight a common enemy that does not respect borders or ideologies. It's a test of financial solidarity, 
whether the world will invest now in fighting this outbreak or pay more later to deal with its consequences. The death toll from the outbreak has breached 1,000 in China, while the number of infections has soared to more than 44,600. But in Hong Kong, majority foreign domestic workers are unfazed by the threat of the deadly disease. A survey conducted by recruitment firm Helper Choice shows over 90% of household workers are willing to continue working in the city. Despite the existing travel ban and stringent restrictions in place, Helper Choice says work conditions for foreign workers in Hong Kong are still bearable. The government in Hong Kong um, agreed on the agreed on extending the contracts of foreign workers right now in the city. I think right now the situation is still under control, so I don't think there is an urge. There wouldn't be an urge right now to to change their mind and go back to to the Philippines. Philippine health officials continue to monitor two of the 32 Filipinos repatriated from Wuhan, China, for possible coronavirus infection. Health Undersecretary Eric Domingo says the two patients under investigation are back in quarantine at the Athletes Village in New Clark City in Kapastarlak after they were brought to a hospital in San Fernando, Pampanga, Tuesday. As for worries concerning local currency, Mizuo Bank's Vishnu Varathan says the Philippine peso may be vulnerable this first half of the year should the outbreak worsen significantly. It's not a guarantee that peso will test up against 52, but there is that risk that we cannot ignore. The Philippine tourism sector also bracing for possible losses. Tourism Secretary Bernadette Romulo Puyat says the sector could lose a whopping 42 billion pesos or $830 million because of the deadly disease. Ron Cruz, ABS-CBN News. The rapid spread of the new coronavirus seen to affect the Philippines' trade ties with China. But Manila's trade chief says the outbreak is expected to have a minimal impact on the local economy if it is short-lived. More from Alvin El Chico. The fishing season is still a month away, but sardine makers are already warning of potential negative impact if the COVID-19 scare lingers. Local fish supply mostly comes from within the Philippines, but the tomato paste and tin cans are all sourced from China. The manufacturers clarify there's no problem now, but if production in China slows down, the supply of tomato sauce and tin plates will also be affected. no more. Chinese imports because of the end that, that becomes the problem. One of the protocols that we can probably handle is why don't we stock up while it is available? Bumili na. Now bumili for future use. Exporters also worry about the entry of several Philippine-made goods like semiconductors and agricultural produce to China. If the situation worsens, Phil Export President Sergio Ortiz Luis explains, mainland China, Hong Kong and Taiwan are big trading partners of the Philippines. Can you imagine anong, kung wala kang mapadala sa sakya o barko or ano? Anong gagawin sa bananas natin? Anong gagawin sa pineapple natin? Anong gagawin sa mangos natin? Ede, Ortiz Luis hopes the situation stabilizes. This as tourism and related industries like services and transportation are also taking a hit with all the tour and event cancellations. But Trade Secretary Ramon Lopez says if the virus problem is short-lived, the impact on the economy will just be minimal. 
The trade chief says Hubei, the epicenter of the virus, accounts for only 1% of Philippine trade with China. Lopez believes government's build-build-build policy will ramp up infrastructure spending needed to boost the economic growth in times of negative shocks like the COVID-19 scare. Alvin El Chico, ABS-CBN News. A Philippine senator ready to sponsor the much-awaited Corporate Income Tax and Incentives Rationalization Act following smooth hearings over another tax reform package. Bruce Rodriguez with a full story. Anytime soon. That's how Philippine Senator Pia Cayetano described the timeline for her sponsorship of one of President Rodrigo Duterte's priority bills, the much-awaited Corporate Income Tax and Incentives Rationalization Act, or SETIRA. Cayetano, who's chair of the Senate Ways and Means Committee, just concluded the second and seemingly last hearing into the fourth tax reform package, the Passive Income and Financial Intermediary Taxation Act. This gives her time to concentrate on SETIRA, which is the second of government's five-package comprehensive tax reform program. I'm happy that we had this second hearing for the uh, bill on PIFITA. And the next step would be to have a TWG wherein hihimayin natin to. Ang objective talaga natin is to make um, the Philippines uh, um, provide a market so that our Filipino citizens, okay, hindi kailangan mayaman ka, lalo na mahihirap, they can invest their money, they can have access to these markets. And uh, hindi naman mauubos ng taxation ang kanilang uh, mga iniipon. Around 19 government and private Sector groups signify their full support for the bill, which would simplify the tax system for passive income as well as levies related to financial transactions. However, Antonino Nakpil, president and CEO of the Philippine Dealing and Exchange Corp, says while they support PIFITA, they are concerned with a provision on a transaction tax in secondary bond market trading that may be a deterrent for individual investors. Transaction taxes are a deterrent, and they're usually used as a deterrent to. Uh, dissuade people from uh, unwanted financial market activities. Finance Undersecretary Carl Chua says they are open to endorse changing this provision in the bill amid similar concerns from industry. Meanwhile, Alan Robert Sikat, Executive Director of the Microfinance Council of the Philippines, says they also generally support PIFITA, but they hope the tax incentives for microfinance NGOs will be retained under the measure. There are 6.5 million nanais and tatais in 81 provinces accessing microfinance services from microfinance NGOs with a loan portfolio of almost 50 billion pesos. They will also resort back to 5-6 lending, which our current government is trying to eliminate. But Chua wasn't too keen on this proposal. We are proposing that we look at it from a comprehensive perspective. In the first place, this is a comprehensive tax reform, where in package one or train, reduce the income tax of 99% of Filipinos, and that includes all the nanais and tatais. He adds PIFITA is not about raising tax revenues, but to make the system simpler and more competitive. But Chua believes in the future, the measure may help government raise money as more people participate in the local capital markets. Bruce Rodriguez, ABS-CBN News. And that's it for today. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Thank you for joining us.